This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Oh, what do we got in the baseball game right now? Bases loaded, nobody out for the Rangers. Uh. Oh, and Glass now got hit, get a comebacker to the uh, to the side of the leg. That may not be good for the Cillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy. Falling yeah. fall fall apart here. Yeah. <laughs> Oppenheimer just set off the bomb. Mm. I don't know who, who hit it, but yeah, I guess it was more, more that person. So well, probably somebody loaded, we've never heard out. of. Probably somebody we Pinto? don't know would be my guess. Renee Pinto. If, if, yeah. Who is the opposite of like Renee Pinto? Like what, Dino Ferrari? Somebody... Uh, okay. Pablo Porsche? Mate- Matteo Maserati? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, I can't wait to see how the Rangers like don't score runs here. Like only manage one run. You get the feeling sure. in a playoff baseball game that if Texas doesn't score here, they are absolutely losing the game. Like no question yeah. about it. Tampa will probably win like 2-1. But let's say Texas scores three here and they're up 4 nothing. Then I think Texas almost definitely wins the game. And I base this right. on nothing other than 30 plus years of watching playoff baseball. So there you have it. Right. Well, the, the second part's not surprising. Like, if Texas goes up 4 nothing, I think they will win the game. Like, yes, they'll, they'll be, like, minus 2,000 live to win the game or something. But if they don't score and they're up one nothing, that's the part that, like, the fan in you, you're just kind of like, oh, man. And it's, it's so funny because I, I actually did get that vibe a little bit last night with the Giants when, like, the Seahawks had those two botched third-quarter possessions. And I go, this would be so typical. The Seahawks should be up 50 to nothing. And they miss a field goal. Like, here come the Giants with some stupid touchdown. It's like a one-possession game that like, they don't deserve to be in whatsoever. And they were so bad, they couldn't even do that. That's how bad they were, because obviously Jones threw the pick six. That's the play of the game. It's great to be on with our friends at Stadium. Also great to be on uh, Sirius XM, Sirius Channel 217, and XM 205. Uh, as as uh, Brandon Lau infield pop-up, which I think the guys in our chat were all saying, like, this is how they yeah. won't score. Infield pop-up and then double play. So the infield pop-up has happened now. So now one out with the bases loaded for Texas. Ah, oh, man. This is... I, I, think you got, I think you got your Lau... You got your Lau's and Lowe's confused, I think, right? Is Nathaniel oh, so also this? a Lau? Brandon Lau is on the Rays. Oh, Okay. Well, who's also they are playing game, Tampa probably. right now? Is it yeah, Nathaniel so is Lowe Nathan- or the Nathaniel Lau? I don't, I don't know any baseball player that's like not trying to win an award. I'm gonna guess these guys aren't App- trying to do that. Apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur. Nathaniel Lowe, low, 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 low. I don't know if that works as well. The bag of sweatpants and the Reeboks with the straps. Uh, glass now wild pitch two nothing Texas. Let's go. Mm. Let's go Rangers. They see okay. like how great would it be if they played like the New York Rangers goal song right now on the road? <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, especially because it's because Tampa's the one allowing the runs. The fans would be like, uh, what? Like, what's going well, on here? Well, well the, the, the jokes on you. There are no Tampa Bay Rays <laughs> fans. Uh, okay. Yes. Uh, 
Ross Tucker's coming up an hour from now. Odyssey Sports NFL Insider Jason Sobel talking to Sanderson this weekend in golf. Though seriously, we'll be able to make some bets on this tournament. Maybe with some money on this tournament coming up in golf. That's the final hour, power hour of the show. But for now, we continue our handicap of Week 5 in the National Football League. P squared, B squared. We will get to the Chiefs and the Vikings, the Niners and the Cowboys, the Packers and the Raiders. But now, uh, how about the Dolphins and my New York football Giants? Like Honestly, like good luck to Big Blue. The point spread right now at our show sponsor, BetMGM. Of course, the king of sportsbooks. Royalty, some would say. Uh, Miami, a 10.5-point home favorite against the Giants. The total here is 49.5. So Dolphins minus 10.5, 49.5 the total. For those intrepid souls, the Giants are plus 400 on the money line. I'm not that intrepid, but maybe you are, dear listener or dear viewer. Uh, Ken, pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Initial handicap here, please. For Miami, laying more than 10 against my horrendous New York football Giants. Yeah, I mean, you just you look at the the matchups in this game, obviously, and it does not paint a particularly rosy picture for uh, for anything the Giants are going to do. You look at, you know, okay, like can there, I mean, <laughs> can there, I could if it, can there anything? It could just be like a blank space, just like can there anything? Um, can their offensive line hold up against any team? Miami, like maybe not as ferocious a pass rush as some that they've seen so far, but also not like chopped liver and like being, and by the way, being coordinated by somebody who was probably pretty intently watching the game last night, Vic Fangio. It's like, oh, 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 this is what it is. I was probably Um, getting aroused watching the game. Like, oh, 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 yeah, like this is what it's going to be. Bring the house. So just like, how's, is that going to be great? And then, obviously, maybe even a bigger problem, the Giants are quite possibly the worst defensive team in the league right now, or at least one of the worst defensive teams in the league right now. And they're playing Miami, and they're playing Miami off a game where Miami's offense sputtered, and they and they lost big, and they did not play particularly well. <laughs> and this is just like, this could be really bad, honestly. And I, I think a case this week that will be made I can hear someone saying it right now is like, well, the look aheads were like eight and a half, nine, and now it's 10 and a half. Like that's an overreaction. And my is response it? would be, did you watch the game last night? <laughs> like we, like, is it? this is what I mean about look aheads. This is what I mean. Like, yeah, we learned something. We learned something because the giants had played Arizona weirdo team on the road and two contenders. And they hadn't played a game, a team like this yet. And they did. And they got absolutely, completely outplayed in every aspect of the game by a team that didn't have an offensive line and their quarterback got hurt in the middle of the game. They still blew them out. So yeah, we learned something. Like, it's okay if the number goes up off that. It's not some big mistake that, like, always has to be played back. So I just, I think the cor- the right correction happened. Yeah, the Dolphins are way better. There's a, there's a way the Giants can be competitive in the game. And I think we talked about it either off air or in the first segment of the show, which is like Andrew Thomas and Saquon can both play and the Giants can run the ball effectively in the game because a lot of teams can run the ball effectively against Miami. It's something a lot of teams can do. And the Giants don't have to be even great at running the ball to, to have that be something in their arsenal. Like you can run the ball on on the Miami Dolphins. You can do it. And so if Saquon plays and Andrew Thomas plays and you get like that effort, then yeah, like the Giants can have time consuming drives and score it's just like, can they ever? So that means they can cover, obviously. Their path to victory is like, they still need Miami's offense to do something like very, very uncharacteristic in this big of a mismatch. 
like not show up like don't show up to the wrong stadium or something right yeah um so that that's my biggest problem i think the giants can cover the number like kind of subjectively i don't think the number's wrong at all i don't want to bet it like because it's i don't think it should be something different but like they have a path to cover i think i don't i don't know how competitive they can be with the defense that they're fielding i i i think um that alex we need alex and tyler to start tracking this like we should have a segment almost like the end of every show called off air or on air. So when we right. say that, because we do this all, all the time now, together. we're on the air for yeah, we're yeah, on so. the air four hours a day, and we talk during the breaks about sports, you know, because sports are awesome. And then we go on the air and go, I don't, re I don't remember if we said this on the air or if it were off the air. We should be on air or off air. We should guess every okay. time whether it was on air or off air, and then have the guys tell us at the end of the show off. whether we were right or not. I think Saquon and Andrew Thomas was off. Yeah, I think you're Maybe right. Maybe it should have stayed Although off. With... <laughs> no, I thought it was, no, it's it, it's a it's it's a great point that you bring up. Right. Um because I'll ask you this question. If Andrew Thomas and Saquon Barkley are both back for this game, and I I think it's almost certain that Thomas will be back. That Thomas will play in this game. Saquon, I still have a lot of questions about. Like the Giants are, are kind of I don't know. I feel like there's like lying to our faces. Was we we know what happens with high ankle sprains and position players. You don't come back from this injury quickly. I I don't. Th if I had to guess, I actually don't think Saquon's playing. But not really an opinion thing by me right now. Let's say they're both going to play in the game, and it's announced on Wednesday. Saquon and Andrew Thomas. So tomorrow, practice report comes out. Saquon and Andrew Thomas both practice for the Giants, but in a limited fashion. Then on Thursday, both limited fashion. Friday, they're both like probable to play or whatever. Right side of questionable. What happens to this point spread? Like, does it, does it go down to 10? Do we see a 9.5? Like, where is this number more likely to go based on injury information and news this week? Did uh, did Teron Armstead play against the Bills? Armstead played, left the game, already been ruled out for this game against the Giants, and we'll see about pass rusher Jalen Phillips. So Armstead right. already ruled out. Also, the Giants can't rush the passer. I guess Thibodeau showed, like, some signs of life last night, and the Giants were also very dirty with that tackle of Geno Smith out of bounds. If I were a Seahawks yeah. fan, I would have been throwing things at the television. Like, a really, honestly, like, undisciplined, like, dirty effort from the Giants last night. Like, a bunch of absolute losers. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, what happens to the number? I mean, God, after that data point, <laughs> just, uh, yeah, like Saquon plays, Thomas plays, 10, maybe. Is that like a realistic answer to this? That's, that's That would be my first guess for what would happen to the number. Um, I just, I, I try to think about, okay, like, is this a really good time? Like, you think about what everyone just saw. And we could do this the week before, too, right? Like, the, the stunning results of the previous week and then playing on the teams that got smoked the previous week. Like, think about uh cowboys cardinals right like the cardinals have this in remarkable upset of dallas they beat the cowboys by double digits and the cowboys look really bad they play very poorly in the red zone if you play like so again like our opinion of both teams was altered dramatically by that game Ca uh, cardinals up and cowboys down okay like what if you played back to the middle on both teams you played the cardinals to be actually they're actually bad like don't be fooled by what you saw cowboys actually they're still really good don't be fooled by what you saw two and zero against the spread this week so just like the really dramatic results to play teams to just give you a little bit better there tends to actually go pretty well especially early in the season teams that get smoked against the spread teams that don't score very much like these are the teams that you at least you don't have to play on all of them but you got to kind of be aware like you probably get a better effort the next week um, you know, even Miami, like score 70 and then get smoked on the road in a game where like a lot of people bet Miami, not that they couldn't have won, but like 
there's again that trend of like whatever happened the week before just being aware that like opposite that kind of tends to go pretty well like so I, I say that because that would lead you to believe that like can i craft a way for the giants to somehow cover this number <laughs> to be fair they're playing a team that also got bulldozed so maybe like that type of analysis doesn't apply here. you have two teams in, a, in the same situation and i think that's kind of where i landed because every time i try to make a case for the giants in some kind of like well saquon plays and thomas plays and like you they have a like the dolphins do have a vulnerability i just picture tyree kill and Jalen Waddle running all these crossing routes against this miserable defense that, by the way, the whole Dolphins offense is designed around players in space who are hard to tackle, and the Giants can't tackle anybody. <laughs> so it's just like, how many, like, how many Tyreek, like, 80 yard weaving touchdown catches are we going to see in this game? It just seems like a disaster, and it's rated in the market like a disaster. So for right now, I think I'm doing nothing. And, and I guess, like, you know, you're right with what you're saying. What's the Giants' path to at least, like, keeping the game close? Keep the ball out of Tua's hands. Run the ball effectively with Saquon Barkley. Chew the clock. Like, okay, like, let's say I'm going to construct a scenario. Giants receive, like, the uh, the opening kickoff. They go down the field. They take six minutes off the clock. The drive stalls at, like, the 35-yard line. Graham Cano so kicks a 52-yard field goal. So every Gi game that's Giants happened so far this year. <laughs> right, except, except the Giants wouldn't score. But let's say Cano makes right. the field goal, right? Three-nothing Giants. Great. Kickoff to Miami. Three plays, 75 yards, 7-3. Game over, and, and you're not covering the spread either. So that's the thing. It's like, okay, they could hold the ball, like keep the ball out of Tua's hands. Great. The Dolphins are going to get the ball and score in like two minutes every single time against this defense. It just, I, I don't know what number I would need to bet the Giants. I don't think it's anywhere close to this. I I don't know if there's anything to do here. Like maybe the Dolphins just win this game like 35-3. I, I don't know. Just, I think this is going to be a game really that funny. I'm going to be off of yeah. right now, right? It's just really funny because like you do, like you look at the teams on a sheet of paper and you go like we, like I, the Giants look as bad as a team can look. Like that's, it's not really about that. It's just, I actually think it's more about like, what is Miami? And I think we're all going to remember the 70 point game. Right. Like that's what you're worried about happening here. If you bet, if you click the button on the Giants, it's the first thing in your head is like, I am literally betting plus 10 and a half on a team that against a team that just scored 70 a couple weeks ago and blew a team out. You just like look at the Dolphins. And part of this is that like they played the Bills and the Bills ran up every stat imaginable against them. Like the Dolphins defense is really bad on third down. The Dolphins defense is really bad in the. This was true against the Chargers too, by the way, and kind of true against the Patriots. Really bad on third down. Really bad in the red zone. The problem is like, are the Giants the team that's going to take advantage of all of these things? <laughs> like, like you actually maybe you want the Dolphins to kind of like just roll here, the can down the road on like trying to bet against Miami a couple more times this year in some other situations. Like maybe that's it. I just there are ways you can beat Miami. Buffalo showcased a whole bunch of them. And the Chargers showcase a lot of them, to be fair, too. I I just would have no confidence the Giants can do any of those things. And go and if they're ever trailing, now it's Jones dropping back to pass with the offensive line again. And it's just like you can't, like, like you won't win. You won't win against any team doing that. So it makes it really tough. Uh, can I, I want to give a prop thought on this game, and then we'll get to the Chiefs and sure. Vikings coming up next segment. So it's it's starting to happen for the Giants, and again, if the offensive line is bad, like, none of this actually matters. But if Andrew Thomas is going to be back, and, like, we'll see about Schmitz, we'll see about some of, like, the other offensive line injuries for the Giants, Jalen Hyatt played a lot last night. Like, it's going to start happening for Jalen Hyatt if Daniel Jones can get some good pass protection. And 
this is this is like I, I I'll give myself a little credit. Like I got a terrible bet last night on the over. Like drilled the props in last night's game. Tyler Lockett goes over, and Wandale Robinson was an easy over playing over Paris Campbell last night. So I'm curious to see. Like Wandale can't be priced anymore. Like 19 and a half, 20 and a half. And if he is, we'll bet the over, and I think we'll win every week moving forward. Now, so I do think that you'll get more Wandale and more Jalen Hyatt. The Giants desperately need both both of those players to start popping to keep games close, especially against an elite offense like the Miami Dolphins. On the other side, we'll handicap the Chiefs and the Vikings coming up on Sunday in Minnesota. Nick and Ken, you better you bet. Terrific football Tuesday.